Hello. Thank you for listening to the SOS podcast. We have a couple questions to cover on the show today. I will go ahead and play my disclaimer here in just a moment, and then we will jump right into our questions. So here's the disclaimer. You are listening to SOS Podcast. I am not a professional and have had no professional training. Any advice that I give on this podcast is based on my own experience with people and any research that I might do, which will be shared with my listeners. If you decide to take any advice or suggestions offered on this podcast, you are doing so with the full knowledge that I am not responsible for any outcomes. Should you ever feel in danger of being hurt by someone or have thoughts of hurting someone else, please seek immediate assistance from your local authorities by calling 911 if necessary. If you are contemplating suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. All right, thank you for listening to that. So, question number one. How do I break the news that I can no longer be a maid of honor for my friend because my sister is getting married the same day? Am I obligated because I already said yes? I'd like to start off by saying that we're never truly obligated to do something. We may feel that we are obligated, but ultimately we get to decide what we do. It sounds to me like you would prefer to support your sister, so in this case I would schedule a date with your friend and treat her to coffee or something. Maybe write her a nice card and get a flower or something nice, and then when you sit down to coffee, let her know that your sister is getting married on the same day. Any friend worth having is going to want you to prioritize your family first. If this friend throws a fit, maybe it's time to reconsider your friendship. Now, some initial disappointment and upset is fine. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking more about whether or not this friend makes a huge deal out of it or not. I think the hardest part will be breaking the news, so just do it softly. Let her know that you're honored that she asked you to be her maid of honor, uh, but that you have to step down so you can be there for your sister. Apologize and maybe ask if there's anything that you can do for her leading up to the wedding, but that you just won't be able to attend as she originally planned. Unless you really don't want to do anything, in which case, don't offer that. And that's really all I have for that one. That is an extremely short question, short, sweet answer. Basically, just have a frank conversation, and I think that everything will work out fine. Our next question is a little bit more complicated. So that question is, what makes you get out of bed every day? This is an interesting question because it sort of depends on what's going on in my life at the time, whether or not I actually feel like getting out of bed. I'd be really curious to know what others would answer to this question. So if you have any comments after the episode, feel free to leave them either on Facebook or um, on Twitter, because I would love to hear that. So basically, I'm interpreting this question to be what motivates you. Or, when this world feels so ugly sometimes, what makes it worth it to you to keep getting out of bed and living each day? So, I suppose with that, I'll kind of start with the literal. Sometimes what gets me out of bed is the fact that I just have to feed my animals. Um, I don't want to get out of bed. It's warm. It's cozy. Maybe I'm feeling a little sad that day, or maybe I just don't want to get up and go to work. But I have two animals that are insistent that I feed them at five o'clock in the morning, so I have to get up. Sometimes I have to get up because I have a splitting headache, and it's only going to go away if I get up and take something and get hydrated. Other times it's because my fiancé is already up and I'm insanely bored uh, just laying there, so I just want to go and hang out with him. 
And then the other thing is, well, I have a job, so I have to get up so that I can get ready for that job and go make money and live. So when moods are low or there's a lot going on, it's really hard to find the motivation to just do, to really get up, get out of bed. And so sometimes I have had to literally speak out loud to myself to tell myself to do something. So for example, um, a couple months ago, I was feeling really low. I was not enjoying my job um, because there's been some change and I was having a hard time processing that change. I was extra tired. Um, So I would wake up in the morning and I would just go sit on the couch with my coffee and play games on my phone, which is often really relaxing and a nice escape for me. Uh, The problem that I was having with that, though, is that I was not feeling productive. And so after several weeks of just getting up every morning and spending two hours on my phone before work, it was starting to make me feel worse. So I had to tell myself to get up off the couch. I had to tell myself to put my phone down. So it went a little bit like this. I got up and I said, okay, you know what? I'm tired of feeling gross. I'm tired of feeling like I'm not getting anything done. So I am going to allow myself exactly 30 minutes to play on my phone, and then I have to get up. Well, that 30 minutes went by, and I'm looking at the clock, and I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm really tired, and I don't want to do this, and I just want to play these games so that I don't have to think, and I don't want to go to work. And then I had to tell myself out loud, but you have to go to work, and you're going to be more upset at work if you don't get up and do something else productive, because by the time I get home at the end of the day, I'm too tired to really do anything else. So I want that time to relax. So I said, Shannon, get up. So I turned off my phone and I got up. And then I just kind of stood there. And then I said out loud, Shannon, go do the dishes. So I moved my butt to the kitchen and I started doing dishes. Sometimes that's just what you have to do is speak to yourself out loud. Uh, That might not work for everybody, but that is definitely something that has worked for me in the past. And then once I started doing that, I was definitely feeling a lot better. I went to work feeling like I had accomplished something before the day even started. And so once I started doing that, I was able to build off of it. In building off of it, then I kind of started this productivity spiral. So I did the dishes one morning, and then I did a couple of different things the next morning where I would sweep the floor or I would um, start writing, which was really nice. And actually, eventually, what came out of that, my morning productivity time, it was this podcast. So um, that's the time that I use in the mornings to look up people's questions and find some research and go on Amazon to see what books might be helpful for folks. So hopefully that can work for you. The next thing that I would recommend anybody doing is do that full body check. So, you know, if you're laying in bed and you want to do it then, or if you've already got up and you've got your morning coffee or your tea or whatever it is, really kind of just examine yourself. How are you feeling in your body? Are you tired? Are you sore? You know, are you lethargic? What's going on with your physical self? The next question would be, how is your heart feeling? Are you sad? Are you really focused on something that's going on in your life? Are you happy? Uh, So your emotions. And then how are you feeling in your mind? Maybe you're extra distracted. Maybe you're super stressed out because your job sucks or because uh, something is going on in your personal life, your relationship is failing, or your um, mother or father is sick or something like that. So what's going on with the rest of you? 
If you're having some things that are going wrong with you in other places of your life, maybe trying to focus that energy on addressing those first will then help get you back to a place of normalcy and so that you can then begin to focus on that motivation. Another good thing to do is to ask yourself what you're doing with your time. Uh, Sometimes this helps to actually get it down on paper. I have to write it out. So, you know, I get up in the morning and I sit on the couch and I've sat on the couch for two hours and then I have to go to work. I work for eight to ten hours depending on the day. I come home. I sit on the couch. So what we really want to focus on, because obviously we all have to go to work. There's no way around that. We need our money. We need to, you know, we go to work so that we can live. We go to work so that we can have fun things. So it's really the times in between your work and your sleep that you want to focus on what it is you're doing. So take pen to paper or pencil to paper and really write down the things that you're doing. Do you play two hours of games? Do you Um, do anything productive around the house? Do you do something creative? So basically anything that you're doing include play with the dog or play with the cat, brush the cat. Once you're able to see how you're spending your time, you should be able to kind of then shift things a little bit around the other things that you enjoy so that you can get more of that motivation in your life. I have found that when I can focus on things that I enjoy doing, that I I'm able to be more motivated to continue doing those things. So using my example, when I was able to see that I was spending four, three to four hours a day playing video games on my phone, I was able to say, okay, well, what I really enjoy doing, even though I love playing games, is writing or helping people. And so then I sat down and I decided, how can I do more of this, but still enjoy playing the video games that I play. And that's when I came up with the 30-minute limit and uh, started incorporating more things into my my morning routine. Uh, the other thing that I found really helps, uh, once you get out of bed, get dressed. Just get dressed immediately. Um, I'm not very good at this. Usually I really love being in my pajamas. So this is one of those things that I would like to see myself do a whole lot more of. but. I have found, especially on weekends, um, but even most especially on weekdays in the morning, because I wake up so early, if I get dressed first, then I am more inclined to do things around the house as opposed to just kind of laze around in the pajamas. Uh, The same thing goes for when I get home in the afternoon, too. If I take off my clothes immediately and get into my pajamas, I'm much less inclined to do something in the afternoon or evening after work than if I stay dressed. So stay dressed, stay showered, stay motivated. And then following along in that vein, what I also have noticed about myself is if I don't sit on the couch and instead I sit at the kitchen table, that makes a huge difference as well. So maybe choosing a different spot in the house to sit so that you can develop a new routine. You're less inclined to fall into that habit of, oh, I'm in my favorite chair. I'm cozy. I'm happy. I've got my hot steaming cup of coffee. I don't need anything in this world right now, but maybe you do. So really just forcing yourself. There's little in the way of advice that I have to help you truly get motivated. It's really very individual and dependent on what you're doing in your life and what you enjoy doing. Um, But it does take a lot of self-discipline. So if you try and you fail, 
that's fine. Just try again. Keep trying. Sometimes you need to be held accountable by somebody else. So if you have a partner or if you have a friend that is struggling with the same thing or that just wants to help, maybe you guys can do a kind of buddy system. So uh, for example, if I needed to, what I would do is I would talk to my fiance about this and just say, hey, you know, I'm feeling like I'm not very productive. So in the mornings, after about 30 minutes, if I haven't started to get my butt in gear, please just tell me to get up off the couch and go do something. So be accountable to somebody else if you have a hard time being accountable to yourself. Um, Oftentimes, I can make a multitude of excuses that make it so easy to not do what I originally wanted to do. And it's kind of ironic that I'm talking about this motivation thing this this time because I wasn't even able to do the recording for this podcast this weekend. In fact, it's Monday morning as I'm recording. Probably this will get edited and posted either Tuesday or Wednesday. But after a really long work week, I was extremely tired. I had no time on Saturday. I had some time yesterday, but I just did the whole, nope, I'm tired. I'm going to sit on the couch thing. And I'm okay with that. In this case, you know, there are really some times where you kind of have to just make that decision. No, today is a rest day. Uh, So much of our time is spent running ourselves up against what the expectations of society or other people are. So, oh, we have to be doing all the things. We have to be able to take the kids, kids to the games and make dinner and then do all of this and then do all of that and then do all of this and go to work and be perfect at work and be perfect at home and be the perfect mom and be the perfect partner. And that gets stressful and definitely ends up in the long run decreasing that motiv- motivation. So um, just be careful of that. It is okay to rest. It's perfectly fine. Sometimes you need to just schedule that in. So I'm not saying that uh, you should always be productive or motivated. That's just not how that works. Um, You should definitely always listen to your body. Uh, When it becomes a problem is when you're always resting or always just laying on that couch. So buddy system, if you can, uh, that would be really helpful. Find somebody else who would like to do the same things that you are doing. Um, Ask your partner, ask a friend, ask a coworker, even. Uh, And then have those check-ins maybe once a week or once a day so that when somebody asks you, hey, what did you do this morning or how, what got you out of bed this morning? You can be like, oh, well, you know, first I wasn't feeling so good. So I fed my cats or I fed my dog or, um, and if you don't have pets, um, you know, whatever it is that gets you out of bed, but then you can tell them that and let them know, oh, well, I did this, I did that. And Uh, Your friend hopefully will offer great words of encouragement, uh, which, as we know, when we are praised for the things that we do, we are more likely to do them again. So having that buddy system in place and that encouragement system in place will likely start kind of feeding that productivity a little bit more. So uh, go ahead and leave me in the comments what gets you out of bed. Uh, Sometimes for me, again, that's just the literal. Uh, Other times it's slightly more than that, that I just want to, I want to go to work and I want to help people or um, I want to make somebody smile today. So um, hopefully you can start focusing on what it is that drives you. Leave comments for the folks that are listening so that we can all kind of learn from each other. 
And hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode of SOS Podcast, and I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening.